Big Finish for the love of stories. You're listening to the Big Finish podcast. Release date Sunday the 2nd of October 2022. Please don't kill us. I'm not going to kill you. Why would you think I want to kill you? You're holding a bomb. Uh, Oh, well, if it'll make you feel better, you can hang on to it. Who's holding it isn't the worrying part. No, I imagine it's probably the bit where it goes boom. Yeah, that's basically it. Well, good news. There's absolutely no reason to panic because with your help... Why do I say that? Why do I always say that? Come on! Wait! Wait! Don't! Welcome, I'm Benji Clifford, he's Uh, Nick Briggs, this is Big Finish! Audiobooks, audio drama and this podcast, all for the love of stories. This week we begin an epic 12-story final journey for our 11th Doctor Chronicles featuring Jacob Duckman as the 11th Doctor and to begin it all, an exclusive prelude for you. I've been looking forward to... Oh. Then we'll be straight into the Good Review Guide, this week talking about more Doctor Who Chronicles starring Jacob Duckman in the 12th Doctor Chronicles Time Jacked. What is this, Planet of the Clones? Back to the 11th Doctor and we'll be off behind the scenes with this week's box set, Geronimo! And the opening adventure introducing a brand new companion, The Inheritance by Alfie Shaw. What is that thing? Sonic Screwdriver. And because we're so excited about the 11th Doctor Chronicles, Mm. following that, our also available segment delves behind the scenes of the second story in the Geronimo box set, The House of Masks by Georgia Cook. What is it? What's wrong? Ah, uh, I don't want to alarm you, but almost absolutely everything. Then the Randomoids Electrotron will once again be giving you a 25% discount on a randomly selected Big Finish release. What will it be? Here's Benji's sneaky peek into the future. You're talking, but it's all geek to me. And then it'll be time to give you a free 15-minute drama tease. This week, it's the 11th Doctor Chronicles Volume 3, Geronimo. The Inheritance by Alfie Shaw. If you want my help, I'll need information. Valerie will be able to tell you all about it. Not about this. I need you to find someone. Clara Oswin Oswald. So it's an interesting one, isn't it? People often ask us why Matt Smith isn't making Big Finish adventures. We don't really know the answer. I mean, we've asked for him quite a lot, but he's just not ready to come on board. Maybe he will one day. Maybe he won't. I hope he does. But in the meantime... We've been blessed by getting to know a brilliant actor, Jacob Dudman, who aside from being, as I say, brilliant, is also capable of doing a thoroughly authentic version of The Eleventh Doctor. Honestly, it has to be heard to be believed. And I know some of you will be thinking, but it's not Matt, so... But all I can say is, Jake sounds so much like him when I'm directing, I often accidentally call him Matt, which is uh, very odd, of course. But anyway, uh, Jacob is very much an actor on the way up. He's already got a startling CV of great work, but in spite of all his exciting filming commitments, we're lucky that he's always made time for us. But the sky is the limit for Jacob, and he's let us know he is moving on, but not before he starred in an epic sequence of stories with an epic arc planned out in meticulous, inspired detail by script editor and producer Alfie Shaw, who is doing such a brilliant job. Honestly, get Geronimo out this week, and I guarantee it'll blow your mind, in a good way, obviously. So, uh, to usher that in, here's a special prelude to the series, placing it firmly in the 11th Doctor's timeline. It'll be available as a digital download extra in Geronimo, but for now, it's exclusive to this podcast. Enjoy. (laughs) 
Enter. Sorry to disturb you, Lady Oswald, but a doctor has called for you. At this hour? I didn't send for one. What does he want? He was most insistent that he see you. I've left him... Lady Clara Oswald! I've been looking forward to... Oh. Can I help you, sir? No, no, I mean, it's not... I, I mean, your face, it's all wrong. How dare you? No, 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 no. It, it's a lovely face. One of the best, maybe. I don't know. Someone probably adores it. And then again, someone probably doesn't. <gasps> That's normally how these things work. Isn't it? Get out. This way, sir. Right. Yes, sorry again about the face. No, 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 that's not what I... Out! Sorry about all this. Bit of a mix-up. I'm looking for a different Clara Oswald. That much is plain, sir. Didn't you consider that throughout the entirety of history, two different people might have the same name? Well, I, I suppose I didn't, now you mention it. Wait. What do you mean, all of history? We've been expecting you, Doctor. Um. A small misstep, sexy, that's all. We'll find her. We just have to keep on running. It's simple, really. You murdered yourself, or you're about to in ten minutes, and when you do, your planet will burn. But don't worry, I've got a plan. No need to thank me. The rocket men won't be bothering you again. Listen, you've been knocking about a bit. Does the name Clara Oswin Oswald mean anything to you? Oh, sure, be dumb, go to war, blow each other out of the sky. Good work. When it's been lucky. Still, if any of you dummies feel like being smart for a change, you might want to pay attention a bit. Honestly, Brigadier, it's no trouble whatsoever. If you could leave me out of any official reports, it would be appreciated. Happy to let you keep my details, just in case, but it's probably for the best if everyone else forgot about me. Yes, exactly. Any trouble and Dr. Ricks will be able to reach me with the... R-Y-C-B-A-R. Sorry, Brigadier. Mustache. Hi, what can I get you to drink? Oh, nothing for me, thanks. I'm here to see Clara Oswald. Possibly going under the name Oswin Clara Oswald. Is she in? Sorry, I uh, think you're in the wrong place, sir. They don't work here. What? No, she has to. I mean the sign outside. R-Y-C-B-A-R. -R. Run, you clever boy, and remember. No. R-Y-C-B-A-R. -R. The Regal Yacht Club Bar. Well, that's rubbish. Come on, Clara. Where are you? Found you twice by accident. Can't be that hard to find you again. I'd love to officiate. I've never married a sentient concept in a hyper-intelligent squid before. Be an honour. I don't suppose I could peek at your guest list. Good news, ladies and gentlemen. The Carnival of the Damned has been cancelled. Please make your way to the nearest exit and don't forget to collect your souls on the way out. Anything, my librarian? No? 
now. Thanks for checking. Yes, yes. Praise be to the Bandrill Empire to you too. I'm looking for this woman, Clara Oswin Oswald. Uh, never heard of her. Of course you haven't. No one has. Everywhere I go, not so much as a whisper. Have you tried asking your wife? She's pretty much met everyone by now. Yes, dear, I understand. Yes, I'll see you. Oh, right, well, say hi to me for me. Where are... Actually, no, don't tell me. I look forward to it. All remember it fondly. Always do. Have a good evening. Spoilers. Every time it's... Sorry, sweetie, spoilers. Fancy another game of hide the boat tie? I know, I know, I shouldn't have asked. If it was the other way around, I wouldn't have told her either. Come on, universe. I thought we had a deal going here. I've been running around for ages and nothing. Give me a sign, eh? Doesn't have to be big, just something, anything to nudge me in the right direction. It'd be appreciated. Come immediately, Earth in danger. Not a usual message. Then again, that's how it ended, not how it began. Even if it isn't her, and I hope it is, but if it isn't, they might know where to find her. What's wrong with you, eh? Come on, sexy, keep it together. Someone needs us. Just go to bigfinish.com and type Geronimo into the search pane at the top and you can join in with this unmissable series of 11th Doctor adventures. Time now for our good review guide, finding the latest positive comments about Big Finish Productions to help recommend them for you. That sounded beautifully like you said, good review guy. Maybe we should say, and now it's the good review guy. <laughs> hey there, Hi. it's me. I was just, you know, having a great time. Have you seen this great release? <laughs> anyway, as promised, this week we're looking at the 12th Doctor Chronicles, if I could but type it, Time Jacked. <laughs> From Big Finish Productions, Doctor Who, the 12th Doctor Chronicles, Time Jacked. You're not at all. No, I'm Kira. Kira Sandstrom. What are they? Oh, he's here! Finally! Calandra had made advances in matter transmission and replication. What sorcery is this? You've both got sleeping doppelgangers. What is this, Planet of the Clones? What happened? This is all wrong. Oh, you spotted that, did you? <coughs> Where's all this smoke coming from? A series of lesser rearrangements. What is it now? More of them. Sector 15. More! No, we can't possibly cope with any more. Calling all sweepers, wherever you are. Prepare to receive new instructions. So cheer. So cheer. I've been waiting for you for a very long time. I don't know who's more arrogant. Kira taking liberties with temporal technology, or you lot thinking you could handle it. So shut it down! I can't! The alarms mean we're already past critical. The telescreen on the side of the plaza, look. 
No, not today. It doesn't happen today. I'm not permitted to look. It is as it has always been, sir. Please, please. Nice mammoth. Nice mammoth. All hail the founder. Thanks to you, we're standing on the thinnest ice over the deepest, coldest river you can imagine. Except these aren't cracks in ice. They're cracks in time. I can't reach you. The door's breaking up. Just hold on. I'll come to you. I'll get to you. I'm curious to see what he does next. Big finish. We love stories. See you on the other side. That is a wonderful spelling there. Um, it's like a. It looks like a chronicile, a crocodile. <laughs> the chronicile. The chronicile. We are the chronicile. Um, <laughs> we'll just go to bigfinish.com and type "time jacked" into the search pane to find some rather classy twelfth Doctor action. First up, I love reading this at glamadelaide.com.au. Always excited to be labelled in anything from glam because it makes me sound like some kind of fashion icon whenever I see it. <laughs> well, are, it's a lovely, a lovely one for the Time Jack crew who, who get a, a mention in Glam magazine. Rodney Havatin uh, says Time Jack is a three-part adventure involving the Doctor and his kidnapper, Kira Sandstrom. Played with wonderful relish by Bhavnisha Parma, uh, herself recently uh, seen alongside the current iteration of the Doctor as played by Jodie Whittaker. What follows is a fast-paced frolic through a number of locations with the listener barely able to keep up. Help! Come on, come on! The scripts by Matt Fitton and Lou Morgan are extremely well done with the 12th Doctor's many moods captured perfectly and the sense of urgency never waning. And it's four stars, could be a swear word, just so shocked and excited by what's going on that they had to exclaim it to the world. Um, But no, I think it's just the star ranking. That's a good start there from glamadelaide.com.au AU. Uh, right, uh, we made this network.com. Lachlan Haycock says, Time Jacked, they all like to say that at the beginning of the review, represents a fresh new arc for the 12th Doctor during a period of his life when any distraction from his self imposed isolation at St. Luke's University is a welcome distraction. Contained within these three stories are some decent character work and a thrillingly wide scope of storytelling, but more than anything, Time Jacked is an opportunity to spend time with an incarnation who, even after just a few years off our screens has already become a solid fan favorite actually i was just re-watching some peter capaldi stuff and really enjoying it i was watching uh, uh oxygen oh seen, yeah that yeah i remember really, that one really good and extremists as well that was the the sort of first of that sort of monk trilogy i really enjoyed that and uh, beautiful stuff Anyway, sorry, just a bit of nostalgia. No, I, rem- I remember it well. I certainly do. Well, Indy Mackuser here, Jacob Licklider, uh, says that this set uh, follows some excellent structural beats for a miniseries, making it perhaps the most well-thought-out entry in the range, and is bolstered by Helen Goldrin's superb direction and Jacob Dubman understanding how to play the 12th Doctor with a new companion to boot. That's the twelfth doctor. I don't know why I'd want to boot the new companion. Well, I, I, I guess it must be must be getting on on his wick. Um, <laughs> could be it could be the early twelfth doctor stuff. You know, where he was a little bit little bit cross. Uh, twelfth <laughs> doctor chronicles time jacked has turned out to be a genuinely great surprise from Big Finish. Nine out of ten. Lovely, nice one, nice one. It's um, it's really interesting actually watching um, uh, the the twelfth doctor again 
Um, I think I'd sort of forgotten what he sounded like. And I, I kept thinking, God, this sounds just like Jake Dudman. <laughs> <laughs> He's, Jake's really got hold of the, the the way he speaks. It's rather nice. Anyway, on the Twitter sphere, um, at Carl, just long numbers. Uh, <laughs> can't be bothered to read that out. Can I? All right. Okay. Carl will 42601337. Recurring. Uh, does that mean anything, that number, do you think? Well... It's, it's open to interpretation, isn't it? Could mean a lot of things. Could mean nothing at all. You'll never know. No, it's, you're right. I will never know. Uh, unless you write into podcast at bigfinish.com, Carl. Anyway, It'd be funny if it was Carl's phone number. <laughs> if, let's if, ring if, it now. If I'm not tweeting, you can just give me a ring. Yes. Hello, Carl. Is that you? Twelfth uh, Doctor Chronicles 2, Time Jacked from At Big Finish, wraps up with an adventure in two parts by At Lou Morgan, Split Second and The Weight of History. Both parts are, again, very good stuff. I think the move to full cast and an ongoing adventure has been a real boost to the range as Jacob Dutton can easily pull off full cast without narration, slowing things down for pacier stories. This set has been a blast. I look forward to more, including the seemingly vanished 10th Doctor Volume 2. Well, here we go. Justin B. Quinnick, The Doctor Chronicles, The 12th Doctor Volume 2, Time Jacked. Matt Fitton and Lou Morgan really delivered in what's the best 12th Doctor content yet for the uh, for Big Finish. A lovely new companion and era within an era really hit all the marks. Performed beautifully by Jacob Dudman, underscore. Yes. It's, a, you know, I mustn't keep going on, you know, blowing smoke up the trouser leg of Alfie <laughs> Shaw, but he's done a fantastic job uh, planning these story arcs and really getting the scripts together and doing great sort of unifying script editing work where he really makes sure the personality of the Doctor is is era specific and accurate it's it's great he knows what he knows what he's doing this is me giving a huge pat on his back it sounds sounds a bit like a bear back that's a bit weird (laughs) anyway uh doctor underscore 909 says uh 909 that's from um the um uh the invisible enemy isn't it no it's the sun makers anyway the sunman the sunman (laughs) as we call it for some reason a really great set exclamation mark so lovely to hear more stories from 12 was a bit apprehensive going into this one, but OFC. What does OFC stand for? Of course. Oh. <laughs> Why doesn't he write, of course? At Big Finish, pull it off sublimely. Of course it means of course. Uh, Dudman and Parma are amazing throughout. Hope we hear more for 12 soon. Yes, I got Bavnisha into something else recently that's not been announced. And mm. uh, she was really good, really good actor. We've got one last one here from um, Hugh McIlroy. Uh, Jacob Dudman just listened to the 12 Doctor Chronicles time jacked and it was brilliant. Not only did you sound like Peter Capaldi, but you also somehow managed to embody the essence of the 12th Doctor. Can't wait for the next one. Yeah, he's a clever chap, that Jacob Dudman. He's got a real sense. Gets inside the characters. Brilliant. In fact, he's still in there. Jake, can you come out now? I'm inside the character. Okay. (laughs) Uh, that's it for the reviews this week. <laughs> next week. This week. Next week. Next week, we'll be talking about I, Jacoby. I, Jacoby. Uh, when uh, Sir Derek Jacoby talks to talented Big Finish writer, director, producer Scott Hancock about his life and everything. It's fascinating. And Jenny, the Doctor's Daughter, Series 2. That's not what Derek Jacoby's talking about. That's also what we'll be reading out reviews for. <laughs> Still running. Still running.
Still to come on the podcast, though, yes. the Randomoid Selectron giving you a 25% discount on a randomly selected Big Finish release. And we'll be going behind the scenes with the second story in the 11th Doctor Geronimo box set, The House of Masks by Georgia Cook. But first, let us do this in the right order and delve behind the scenes with the first story in this week's brilliant 11th Doctor Chronicles release. The story is The Inheritance by Alfie Shaw. Hello, my name is Alfie Shaw. I'm the producer of The 11th Doctor Chronicles and I also wrote the opening story, The Inheritance. Welcome to Volcomart. How can I assist you today? Food, takeaway Chinese, saved, order one. Confirmed. So when I took over the 11th Doctor Chronicles, the previous set was transposed from the old format of Jake and one other reader to being full cast drama, but they were conceived as standalone, plug into different eras of the 11th Doctor's timeline, and there was no real kind of connection between them. And I knew that going forward, I wanted to have a companion and make it more of a overall series arc. What is that thing? Sonic screwdriver. And why are you pointing a screwdriver at the patients? Because it's not just a screwdriver, but Sonic Swiss Army knife is a hell of a mouthful. Jake and I had already had the conversation about Jake's decision to leave. And so what crystallised this series was then it would become like a run of the TV series. So it would be 12, possibly 13, let's see what we can do, um, episodes forming you know, a single narrative arc, but more like you would have got on the Matt Smith era on TV. So standalone stuff with little links here and there, some returning characters from previous episodes in the series here and there. I'm going to assume from your general look of surprise that's a yes. Can I borrow it? Sorry, what? Who are you? I'm the Doctor, and this is a bomb. My name's Jacob Dubman, I think, and I play the Doctor. It's always a delight to be back. It's very exciting um, having, I mean, you say my own companion, like, you know, <laughs> I suppose, yes, it's it's very exciting to have our own era of the show where the Doctor gets a new companion and I get to be a part of that. And um, I think it's very exciting as well as, as a fan, you know, to have um, <clears throat> whole new sort of eras created, curated um, for characters you know and love so well. Valerie is great. Um, Valerie is exactly what the 11th Doctor needs. I think that they have the sort of, um, the feistiness that uh, River sort of uh, gave the Doctor, those lovely back and forths there, whilst also being completely badass in their own right. And uh, I I feel like Valerie would, I feel like you're you're in safe hands with Valerie and uh, um, the same can be said with uh, Safi as well. They they they're just you 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 feel you feel safe with them, and it's the same acting alongside Safi because you just know that they're gonna give um, an amazing performance and you, they're gonna have something that you can bounce off of and uh, have a lot of fun with. And I wouldn't want to fight Valerie or Safi for that matter. <laughs> so back to the hospital. Nope. Our best move's the TARDIS. If anything can locate the blight in your finance data, it's her. And she should be able to identify why a poxy firewall blew up my screwdriver. She sounds impressive. Oh, she is. Best ship in the universe. You're going to love her. Come on. I am Safia Inga and I play Valerie. 
10-year-old me is like screaming in the back of my mind, like, this is unbelievable. I get to do like TARDIS moments and I get to say doctor, like calling out the doctor's name. Incredible. Like, best moment of my life, really. Thanks for the cutter. Uh, Valerie. What a beautiful name. You know what it means? <laughs> Does it mean you're going to explain what the hell your problem is? Problem? problem? What do you mean, problem? She's a badass. Oh, my God, I love her so much. Because, again, like, I said this to you earlier, but, like, it feeds into, like, my strong uh, anime character trope where it's just, like, they're just so unapologetic unapologetically badass they just literally just like kick and punch their way through life and I just I just love her I just absolutely fell in love with her and she's feisty like me and she like challenges the doctor and she's just she's that voice of reason you can tell she's there for him in that way and also she gets something out of this as well she gets a chance to like go out and explore and save other people and it just feeds into her I just love her so much I love her so much your writing's brilliant so yeah she's She's beautiful. I've always, like, those are the characters I'm completely drawn to. Ones who are just, like, just feisty and hard and just break the mould in every way. Please don't kill us. I'm not going to kill you. Why would you think I want to kill you? You're holding a bomb. Uh, Oh, well, if it'll make you feel better, you can hang on to it. Who's holding it isn't the worrying part. No, I imagine it's probably the bit where it goes boom. Yeah, that's basically it. Hello, I'm Nick Briggs, and I am today... And for a number of days, directing the 11th Doctor Chronicles. Uh, The day has been delightful. I always look forward to directing Jacob um, because it is uncanny what he does. I mean, you know, I, I am bound to be repeating myself about how beautiful his 11th Doctor is. But it's it's a living, breathing performance. It is not an impersonation. It's a performance that happens to sound more like Matt Smith than Matt Smith. <laughs> and, uh, and it is fully malleable. It adapts to everything. What what Jake does is, is amazing. Uh, the brilliant, brilliant thing about today is Safi. They have been brilliant. Fantastic new character. And they brought such, breathed such incredible life into it. And the interaction between the two. It's, it's everything you want. You know, to get that kind of charismatic relationship between the Doctor and the companion, you can't... There's not enough time in the day to give notes to make that work. And the actor playing the companion has to bring so much to the table, has to make it really live. And that is what Safi's doing, and it's a joy to behold. Not just because it makes life easier for me, but because it makes life joyful for me to to, to witness it. It's great. <laughs> he actually won! Barry, what did he... The lottery! Ten million credits! He won the jackpot! <laughs> later, he's dead. Can't be a coincidence, can it? And just a reminder that you'll find the 11th Doctor Chronicles exclusively at bigfinish.com. Just type Geronimo into the search pane at the top to find it. Time now for more 11th Doctor action as we enter the House of Masks. More excitement from Geronimo! Good lord, he's gone. Hello, my name is Alfie Shaw, and I am the producer of The Eleventh Doctor Chronicles. What is it? What's wrong? Ah, uh, I don't want to alarm you, but almost absolutely everything. Ah, at least it can't get any worse. I did say almost. One of the things that we had to factor in was the uh, change from four disc box sets to three. 
And so when that happened, we had to do a bit of rejigging of things. And it actually meant that um, we didn't have a historical for the, the opening set. So uh, one, of the, the, one of the stories was actually moved to uh, a later set, which you will uh, hear later down the line. Um, and so this was actually the last story that was commissioned for this set. And so I went to Georgia, who was a recommendation to me from uh, Matt Finton, who'd just done uh, the interlude with her. And Georgia pitched me uh, a range of stories in a range of time periods as well, which was really nice. One of them was Venice. Now, I adore Venice. It's one of my favourite cities in the world. So that gave it some, some bias um, towards it. But also... The nice thing about Venice is that it's sort of a, a callback to the vampires of Venice um, without having to sort of, uh, you know, kind of go over the, the, the same ground. We go to something different with it. Since we have the Doctor in the post-pond recovery phase, it was interesting to then take him back to a place that he'd been to with the ponds and lightly touch upon the fact that he been there before so and Valerie says it's a nice place for a date of course he's, he's thinking back to that but then we we kind of we move on and we we sort of see he's having a separate adventure so he's not you know it's a sign of his growth that he's not going there going oh no I was here with ponds the ponds I missed the ponds blah so it was good to sort of have that as a sort of through line of just you know people kind of moving forward throughout the whole story it's carnival We've landed in the middle of carnival. Of what? Mardi Gras, masquerade. Second most lucrative festival in the galaxy for mask sellers. Fifth for mask balls. And, and, in one of my favorite places on earth. This is earth. Oh, you bet it's earth. <laughs> Venice in the 18th century. The late 18th century. My name is Georgia Cook and I am the writer. Venice came from, we had a little list of places that we quite liked. So yeah, we had Bath uh, and in the, the ballrooms there. And we had uh, New York, 1920s, New Year's Eve. And then we had Venice. And there's something so much fun about the carnival in Venice. And there's so much history and life and foley that you can do with a carnival. <laughs> I, I think I was given pretty free reign in terms of um, pitching ideas. I think it, it was, we couldn't have a couple of different sorts of monsters and things in there and it had to be a historical time period. But otherwise I was sort of allowed to go ham, which is fun. <laughs> so, where do you want to start? Fancy a gondola ride? Ice cream at St. Mark's Square? A quick stroll along the Grand Canal? I don't... <laughs> yes. So all of that in whichever order you think is best. Nah, I've never been good with orders, but I know where you can start. Cardiff wardrobe. First door on the left, second right, under the stairs, past the bins, fifth door on the left. Help yourself to whatever you like. Venice awaits! Hello, I'm Safia Inga and I play Valerie Lockwood. But like, just her, just discovering all this stuff and I can't even imagine how overwhelming it must be for her to like, experience a side of history that she doesn't even like, know about and she's like oh my god like I've literally she's literally never seen anything like it I can't imagine how excited she must be um, and overwhelmed to be traveling but I've recently had that experience to be honest myself where like I've never really had I've never really traveled anywhere I've never really gone on holiday and recently I've been traveling out for filming or I've been traveling out and I went on a holiday by myself and I went to a palace I went to the palace in Sintra which is a multicolored palace 
And I, it was that feeling of just going, oh my God, this is real. People used to live here and you walk around, you experience all of that and you're just like, ah. Um, yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's just the best feeling. So I had that for Valerie as well. I was like, yeah, I'm here for it. <laughs> what is that? Ooh, yes. Now that's a palazzo. Great big palace containing all sorts of palacey things and by the sounds of it, party. Oh, I think there's something so much fun in being able to develop someone's personality. Like Valerie had obviously already been sort of set down in the first script and then being able to build on that and where she comes from and how she's dealing with the first story and bringing in all of that is so much fun. And obviously she's so much fun to write. Aha! Psychic paper. Wonderfully versatile little gadget. It's psychic... psychically alters people's perception of it. Oh, you know, I like explaining the psychic paper to people. Well, don't forget, we'll be dramatizing you with the first 15 minutes of the 11 Doctor Chronicles Geronimo very soon now. But first... It's the Randomoid Selectatron, offering you a 25% discount on a randomly selected Big Finish release. OK. Blikey. That's not what we want. I just uh, I just typed in Randomoid Selectatron and, and it actually came up to randomtarotcard.com. Then I clicked it and it came up with death. So there we go. Wow. Um, a misunderstood card. It doesn't mean death. It means the death of something. Okay. What could that be? You never know. Um, here we go. What have we got? Well, not actually uh, too far off. It's certainly themed with the New Who stuff. It's... Um, Doctor Who uh, Time Reaver with uh, David Tennant and Catherine Tate. Oh, wow. That's just been on uh, Radio 4 Extra. Well, <laughs> perfect, perfect opportunity then to... Uh, I, I think I directed this, did I? Well, we'll find out when I click the yes, credits. Did. Yes, isn't you it, did. Isn't it weird that I can't really remember? <laughs> yeah, I think I... Uh, yes, yes, yes. I, I, I was there. Well, let's listen to the trailer. Coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Doctor Who, the Tenth Doctor Adventures. What is this place? Calibris, brilliant place. An entirely mechanical planet. Catch, hitch, fuel, fix, buy, pretty much any kind of transportation in existence. This empire's a massive leap in user-friendly tech. Meadow Digital's ahead of the game on the chipsets. Quadruple core nano circuits and a sleek, sexy designer package. Ultra thin. Look. You're talking, but it's all geek to me. Can we go? Yeah, I suppose. Hey, Robots running amok. Donna, we're on. Remain where you are. Bex, grab my hand. Go, Donna. One of us needs to. And I just... Come on, Nigga! Come on! Don't want to dislocate a shoulder for nothing! Do not run. We require test subjects. Ah, there it is! Vagabond's Reach, Tavern of Taverns, most feared social environment in the galaxy. You've never been up Sugar Heart on a Tuesday. You don't know everything about me. Ready? Is this the front door? They don't even have bouncers. Yeah, basically, think of them all as bouncers. Banner? Ah, oh, there's a skeleton 
never happened before. Big finish. We love stories. What are you saying? They fizzled in somehow, like the TARDIS? Yeah, Transmat from another dimension. The, the, the TARDIS doesn't fizzle. It's more of a... There we are. Um, this was, I think, the first time David Tennant came to Big Finish as the Doctor. Um, and, uh, you know, doing the sort of the three releases in one box set was an idea that uh, I think David came up with when I spoke to him about it. And he, he said, let's do three with Catherine. That would be great. And so, yes, written by Jenny T. Colgan, who, of course, is a renowned uh, novelist and has written some uh, uh, at least one Doctor Who novel. Doesn't she? I, I believe so. More called. than one, I think. But I'll More double check. Oh, well, I said I least. think so, but uh, <laughs> but I'll double check that. I could be wrong. Yeah, I could be right. And uh, and uh, great reviews for this as well. Yeah, nice. Uh, she's written quite a few. Doctor Who: Dark Horizons, Into Nowhere, In the Blood, The Christmas Invasion, of course, uh, The Triple Knife, and other Doctor Who stories and Star Tales. Oh, well, you know, she's well qualified, isn't she? Mm, Yes. And this is a really fun kind of alien, uh, weird... It's it's great. It's great. Uh, I think Catherine Tate does a speech about Planet of the Boys. Uh, (laughs) It also features uh, Terry Malloy and Dan Starkey, but not as Davros or Strauss, (laughs) has to be said. And Sabrina Bartlett's in it, who... um, uh, is a real up-and-coming star, actually, and was absolutely brilliant in this, and we were really, really lucky to get her. I think it's really because she's, like, best mates with Jason Haig-Henry, our uh, mm. master. Yeah. So, lovely stuff. So, um, you know what I'm going to say, Benji? Uh, while I email Jackie Emery at Big Finish to make sure she knows which release to attach the offer to, Benji, please explain how you get the 25% discount in the style of a bacon sandwich. Now, I've no idea, actually. I wonder what, how one could could even speak. What would a bacon sandwich sound like? I mean, I don't Very know. Very tasty. I mean, unless, what it would do... you're a vegetarian, it would be a Which it would be ghastly. I mean, what, what it would do, it would tell you to go into bigfinish.com. And when you're there, it would tell you to go to podcasts on the menu. And when you're on podcast, it would say, well, just, just look at the read more and click that. So you click that section, then underneath the picture of myself and Nick, it shall say it's in the blur. It's very eventful. There's no, there's no bacon in there. There's no bacon, but it doesn't, you know, you're, you're, you're basing your opinion of what a bacon sandwich would be like purely up on the, you know, this is a very tolerant, very knowledgeable bacon sandwich that yeah. will simply tell you the read. It says, just click here and enter the code buck up. That's B-U-C-K-U-P. Enter that in and you get your discount. That's what the bacon sandwich would say. Very wise, very wise. Yeah. Well, uh, I want a bacon sandwich now. <laughs> so do I. I haven't mm. actually had any breakfast and it's gone past my lunchtime. Oh, well, it's a perfect opportunity to have a bacon sandwich with a fried egg. And you have that, you could say it's lunch and breakfast at the same time. Brunch, if you will. Thank you for that. Uh, Rand, top job. Next week's podcast features Eric Roberts as the master and Billy Piper as Rose Tyler. Yes! Master! Exclamation mark. Two, Nemesis Express and Rose Tyler, the Dimension Cannon. Other worlds are both out next week. Mm. It's exciting, yes. Well, thanks all for listening. We gave listeners emails a little rest this week. We just yes. thought we'd, you know, 
you know, put them on the back burner for a while. But we, you know, we're recording this podcast extra early for scheduling reasons, which is also why we haven't mentioned the alien invasion of lobster monsters, which has been in the news recently. It's all yeah. over the place, isn't it? They're yeah. just yeah. crawling on the walls. You know, it was one in my car this morning. Oh, oh terrible, yeah. But apparently, thankfully, you know, when, when Nick got up and just offered them a piece of cheddar cheese, they, they said, fine, we'll go. And so... Yeah. You know, it's, it's all right. Yeah, yeah. Who knew? Who knew? Um, but don't forget, though, to send your emails in, uh, in in Lobster Knees, which is the official lobster language. Send it in to podcast at bigfinish.com, uh, or Nick will threaten to cancel the podcast again. He's done it before. <laughs> yeah, he's the, he, honestly, you, you don't want to get on his bad side. No, he throws cheese no. at you. Ugh, lobsters. Uh, and remember, we do all this for the love of stories. And now, Geronimo! I'd like to extend my gratitude for your continuing resilience. I can confirm another 3,645 deaths across the globe. However, I've been assured that excellent progress has been made towards a cure. Fulcrum cares about its employees, and together, as a company... I think we can do without the platitudes. Absolutely, Pat. I swear, if I hear her say Fulcrum cares one more time, I'll throttle her. I wouldn't bother, darling. She'd only upload herself into a new body. Excellent. Could give that one a good going over and all. <laughs> you two really shouldn't say things like that. <laughs> Mum, can you pass me the plasma cutter? Oh, here you are. Thanks. As fun as pointlessly strangling the CEO sounds, you're ignoring the headline... Excellent progress. No one's told me we're making any progress. Well, they have now. So glad no one thought it was worth updating the cyber and bio teams first. Might have been a good move. You're going out on a bit of a limb there. What? Because you're fixing your mum's leg on a limb, huh? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Tragically, that's the best joke you've told all year. <laughs> and it was almost funny. Approaching funny. Definitely funny adjacent. <laughs> you all mock me now, but when I win the lottery, you... <sighs> Oh, yes, this legendary win. It's a fool's game. You should give it up. When I win, you'll all be laughing at my jokes. Oh, because you'll be able to afford a humour augment. (laughs) Oh, that's a great idea. Dan, add that to the wish list. Why did I marry you again? Hmm, I don't know. Could you think of any reasons why you shouldn't have? Yeah. No, that's a trap. I'll just order the food. Uh, Same as usual? Smart man. Usual's great. Thanks for getting it. Access Fulcromart. Welcome to Fulcromart. How can I assist you today? Food, takeaway Chinese, saved, order one. Confirmed. Ah. Mum, legs done. Hold still. Ah. Mm, You'll need to get a polyskin graph booked in, but the servo shouldn't seize up on you now. Thanks, love. Oh, actually, Valerie, while we wait, could you give my interface the once-over? The intranet connection kept dropping out. Well, that's impressive. I only just ordered. I'll get it. Uh, hi? Hello! Have you just used a plasma cutter? How did you know I was... Excellent. I'm going to assume from your general look of surprise that's a yes. Can I borrow it? Sorry, what? Who are you? I'm the doctor, and this is a bomb.
Please don't kill us. I'm not going to kill you. Why would you think I want to kill you? You're holding a bomb. Uh, oh, well, if it'll make you feel better, you can hang on to it. Who's holding it isn't the worrying part. No, I imagine it's probably the bit where it goes boom. Yeah, that's basically it. Well, good news. There's absolutely no reason to panic, because with your help... <laughs> Why do I say that? Why do I always say that? Come on! Wait! wait don't! <laughs> Access emergency fulcrum at Ambulance 49 Gibson Avenue now! Confirmed. Ambulance en route. What's the point? They won't be able to do anything. That's why I'm here, I think. Oh, who are you? I'm the doctor. This is a bomb. Not sure it's got a name. Mr. Bomb, would you mind holding it for me? What? Thanks. What's wrong with you then? Did you just say this is a bomb? Something attacking his biological and technological parts secretly. Nasty. What are you doing? Trying to help. You can't. No one can. Dan? Dan? Oh, please, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. Please don't hurt us. I'm, I'm not going to. I'll be outside dealing with this. Sorry again for your loss. Mum, look after Simone. I'll call security. Yes, good idea. I'll... Yes, be quick. You do. Access Fulcra safe. Dan. I know, love. I know. Please don't explode. There we are now. That's it. Good bomb. What are you doing? Get back inside. Maybe hide under a table. That's not going to protect us from the blast, is it? Yeah, probably not. But always worth a try. Just a little longer. And jobs are good un. 100% less explodey. Thanks for the cutter. Uh, Valerie. What a beautiful name. You know what it means? Does it mean you're going to explain what the hell your problem is? Problem? Problem? What do you mean, problem? You brought a bomb to our house. To disarm it. Look, the casing's deadlocked. I had to scan for something to cut it open with. It's lucky you were nearby. <laughs> yeah, feeling real lucky right about now. You seriously expecting me to believe you randomly found a bomb lying around and decided to disarm it? It wasn't lying around. It was in a wall. But, yes, I have a knack for sniffing things out. I'm the king of hide-and-seek. Leo still hasn't found me. Leo? Da Vinci. In his defence, I did leave Florence and the 16th century and changed my face a few times. Does that count as cheating? Are you mad? Nah, you're right, definitely not cheating. Besides, if I'm mad, what does that make you, eh? Hmm? Stranger turns up with a bomb and you decide to follow him outside. <laughs> I'm making sure you don't get away. I don't know who you are, but you're going to pay for what you just did. You called the authorities? Oh, yeah. They'll be here any minute. Excellent. Thanks for that. Wait. You wanted me to call them? Hoped you would. Need a word with them. I... Where are we, by the way? It's like an oil rig down there, except someone's gone and built a whole city on top of it. You have to know where we are. Research Rig 6? Never heard of it. You must have. No one's been allowed on or off the rig for months. Which means I must be a local. Flawless logic. Pity it's completely wrong. This is Earth, isn't it? 54th century. 
I haven't overshot, have I? Don't move! Don't shoot! Just because I'm holding a bomb, that's no reason to shoot. Although now I say it out loud, it does sound like a perfectly good reason. Hmm. I've diffused it. Hold still, please. What are you doing? Do you mind? Genetic match confirmed. You two need to come with us. What? Me? Why? Sorry, miss. We have our orders. Get in the car, please. Ooh, this is all rather fancy. This is ridiculous. I'm the victim here. You've made that very clear, miss. Then why are you putting me in a cell with him? Oi! This isn't a cell, Valerie. Oh my god. It's my direct line to your rig. And you are here like the doctor at my request. Thank you, Johnson. You can go. Ma'am? Your unit file said you weren't exactly punctual, doctor. But six months late to a distress call. That terribly poor form. Oh, it was you. Were you expecting someone else? Hoping, maybe. Come immediately, Earth in danger, I thought. It doesn't matter. So, your unit? Seriously? No, we're the Fulcrum Corporation. I'm Arabella Hendricks, the CEO. Delighted, I'm sure. So then, Arabella Hendricks, if you're not unit, what are you doing with their files? They've been my files for the last two centuries, ever since I bought the Earth as Fulcrum's new HQ. Blimey. All those invasions I fought off, and it came down to money. Someone ought to have told them, forget the death ray, lads, you should have brought a checkbook. Hang on. Two centuries? Yes. You don't look a day over 30. Why, thank you. I'm actually 236. Yowza! How do you manage that? I simply transferred my life from the organic to the digital. An AI? Here to oversee the corporation in perpetuity. However, if we don't squash this untraceable killer, I doubt it'll last that long. That's why you're both here. Wait, you want me to work with him? Is that a problem? I... No, not if, not if you want me to, but he's... Despite his appearance and attitude, Oy. the Doctor is a genius. The genius, in fact. He saved this planet and countless others on numerous occasions. If anyone can cure this plague, it's him. Well, thanks very much. Right, okay, but then... What's this wh got to do with you? Yeah, S sorry. Not at all. According to the files, the Doctor works best when he has assistants. Since he managed to find his way to one of our top cybernetic engineers, who am I to ignore serendipity? I hope that's not a problem. No, not at all. <laughs> top in the horse... <laughs> wow. Flattered to be asked. Um, although, if he's actually here to help... Will try to blow you up? Mm. Yes. As difficult as this might seem, try not to let that worry you. Security is already investigating. We need the two of you focused on finding a cure. If you want my help, I'll need information. Valerie will be able to tell you all about it. Not about this. I need you to find someone. Clara Oswin Oswald. Or anyone with a combination of those names. Current records, historical records, whatever you've got. Conditions? Your file made you out to be a model altruist. Yes, well, it's very important I find her. Can you do it? Certainly. Deliver us a cure and whatever information we have is yours. Thank you. There's a car waiting outside to take you to the hospital. Come back here as soon as you have any updates. Three million dead worldwide over the last eight months. We've no idea what it is, or really how it spreads. Whole planet's locked down. Supplies are delivered via Transmat. And 
and... Are you a time traveller? What makes you say that? Overshooting centuries? Looking for someone in current and historical records? You sound like a time traveller. <laughs> I knew you were a clever one. Didn't I say you were a clever one? I take it that's a yes. Yes, and before you ask, sorry, but no, it doesn't work like that. Well, you didn't even know what I was going to ask? We can't go back and stop it before the outbreak. Now that we're part of events, if we go back in time and change things, it gets complicated. Reality ripping itself apart, complicated. Yeah. Guess that might be the case. Still, worth asking. I'm sorry about your friend. Thanks. You don't have to do this, you know. If you don't want to. No, it's... It's good to have something to focus on. Probably sounds stupid, but... I feel so useless when someone dies. Because there's nothing you can do about it. Being able to help while everything's collapsing, I don't know. It's always made it more bearable for me. I know the feeling. Mm. For what it's worth, I... I'm sorry too, for how I reacted. Ah, that's all right. If you'd been pleased to see a man with a bomb, I'd worry. What you did was brave. Very foolish, but brave nonetheless. <laughs> I doubt Mum will... Mum! Oh, no, no, no! Valerie? Security switched me to Do Not Disturb. <laughs> of course they did! Like a phone? Yes, like... Time Traveller. Right, yes. All our comms units are inbuilt. You have 14 minutes. Oh, she's going to be really annoyed. Call mum. <laughs> One new message from Folklore. Subject, the last will and testament of Daniel Simpson. Oh, oh that's Will. <laughs> I can't. I just... You don't have to open it now. Incoming call from Valerie. Sorry. Valerie's calling. Oh, no. Go. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Mum? You okay? Where on earth are you? I heard shouting, but when I checked, you'd vanished. I'm with the doctor, but he's... There is not a sane answer that involves the phrase, Yes, Mum, I ran after a man with a bomb, but... But he's been personally invited here by Arabella Hendricks. To bring us... No! To, to help with the virus. He's some kind of genius, apparently. Some kinder? I'll have you know. <laughs> he was helping security with the bomb. Young lady, I am still waiting to hear why any of this involves you. Security took me in as well. Why? You went outside. I thought you were going to call from the hall, not follow it. He said he was going to defuse it, but I wanted to make sure. Oh, my love. What would you have done? Knocked him out. Throw the bomb away? I don't know, something. If it had gone off, it would have killed us all, Mum. I couldn't let him hurt you. Or Simone. I wasn't going Shh. to... I'm sorry. I didn't mean to scare you. After Dan, I... I couldn't just do nothing. As long as you're all right. That's the main thing. I, I take it security are giving you a lift back as well? Actually, we're on the way to the hospital now. Valerie! Everything's fine. Mrs. Hendricks has requested that I assist the doctor. She asked for you? Yeah. Wants us to start right away. I, I mean, if you want me to come back, just say and I'll be right there. I'm, I'm sure they can find not, someone else. No, no, not at all. For her to personally ask 